Okay, everyone, I am back. I am back. I am back. I am back. I do have to tell you, though, that um, <laughs> I got a new toy and I'm trying it out. And instead of me gently um, bringing it into the fray of things, I am um, trying to overload it and stream to every platform humanly possible. So um, I have these little issues. So <laughs> I am back, I am back, I am back, I am back, I am back. So the next story we're going to go over is... Um, like I was sharing before uh, I was cut off, that it really disturbed me about this particular um, article because it is dealing, it reminded me of the story of the young lady that got killed when she was, went on a dating app and the officers didn't investigate and they said that it was... Um, natural causes, it wasn't an accident, and they didn't do any investigations, and later the mayor um, fired two police officers. Well, this particular article is about um, this young man that was found dead in Georgia. He was found in a roll-up gym mat, and unfortunately, that nothing was ever done about it. And this death happened many, many, many years ago. And um, so I'm going to, the, the article comes from blackworld.net. And the author is Victor Amandi. And the young man name is Kendrick Johnson. And he was found in a roll-up gym bag, gym mat in 2013 in Launders County Sheriff in Launders County, Georgia. And the sheriff at that time told WSB-TV that the teen's death was a weird accident, adding that there was nothing substantial to substantiate a homicide. Now, this is the odd part. Um, the, the, the sheriff, who is Ashley Polk, said nothing criminal happened. So, well, let me give you a little background and a little history on this so that you can see for yourself what this particular article says. And I, 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 you know, it, it probably disturbed you as much as it disturbs me. So let's get into it. So in January 2013, Johnson was discovered upside down in a gym mat in Launders County High School. After a months-long investigation, Launders County Sheriff's Office investigators declared Johnson's death an accident, stating he slipped into the center of the mat while reaching for a shoe and died of unintentional positional asphyxia. Johnson's parents, on the other hand, felt their son was murdered and point out the inconsistencies in official finding of his remains. Furthermore, County Bill Watson 
stated in 2013 that the body had been transferred and that law enforcement had been of no assistance. Body had been noticeably moved. The scene had been compromised and there was no cooperation from law enforcement at the scene. Furthermore, the integrity of the evidence bag was compromised on January 13, 2013 by opening the sealed bag and exhibiting the dead body of his father, uh, Watson said in January 2013 report. Johnson died from unexplained apparent non-accidental blunt force trauma to the neck, according to an independent autopsy conducted by a pathologist hired by the Johnson family. Polk, who wasn't working for the sheriff's office at the time of Johnson's death, requested the evidence from the jury, I mean, the Justice Department inquiry. The evidence was provided to Polk in late 2020, but uh, he uncovered nothing new throughout his investigation. Johnson's parents remained skeptical that their son's death was due to an accident. They state, we have no faith in Lawrence County. Kenneth Johnson's Kendrick's father told CNN, we knew what the outcome would be from the very beginning. We cannot do an investigation with the same investigators who covered it up. They're not going to uncover something that they covered up. And this is what the father has stated. And like I said, you know, it was very disturbing because this particular death happened in 2013. And if somebody can explain to me how you can get it, you know, it's an accident. You slip into a bag, cover yourself a mat up and, and you die and you move your body. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. And so it is very disturbing that it's very disturbing that they no investigation was done as far as properly. And so now what we need is something to happen down in Georgia because it is a sad day that this has happened to this young black man, uh, this young black man. And the family wants and needs justice. And so it is very important that they get and receive this justice. Well, one thing also now, we speak of justice, let's get to um, the, the, the three bandits. <laughs> the three bandits, the judge said, no, 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 no. You know, the prosecutor and the defense came to a um, agreement to do a plea deal. And the judge, which is very rare, this is not something that happens very often. Uh, the judge said, no, we are not doing that. So it was a very rare move for the federal judge to overturn the plea deal that was agreed upon between the prosecutors and the defense in Armand Aubrey's murder case. And so let me read what happened. This is coming from Ruthers and Jonathan Allen is the author of this article. 
and it states a U.S. judge in Georgia rejected plea agreements reached between the federal prosecutors and two of the three white men convicted of murdering Aubrey, Armand Aubrey, saying she was not willing to be bound to a 30-year federal prison sentence set in the agreement. Go on, judge, go on. She just really broke it down. She was like, no, we're not playing this out. No, we're not accepting that. Not 30 years, no. So let's get back to the article. The unusual decision by U.S. District Judge Lisa Wood came after Travis McMichael, one of the three attackers due to face trial next week on the federal hate crime charges, admitted for the first time he had pursued 25-year-old black man because of his race. Well, let's get to the truth. Yes, yes, it's about time. The decision means that parties must either return to court with a more acceptable deal from the hearing re before the hearing resumes on Friday, when the hearing resumes on Friday, or pre be prepared for trial next week. So either you're going to have to cough up more years because the judge said 30 is not enough we need more than 30 years 30 years is not enough we want more than 30 years either you give him some more years or we're going to trial next week how about that okay let me get back to the article mcmichael had appeared in the u.s district court in brunswick georgia in an attempt to change his plea to guilty admitting that he charged to a charge of using the gun in an attempt to apprehend Aubrey because of his race and color, resulting in Aubrey's death. He fired at Aubrey three times at close range with his shotgun. His father, Gregory McMichael, had also been due to the plea change of his plea to guilty as part of an agreement that the subsequent hearing on Monday over the objections of Aubrey's relatives who successfully begged Wood not to accept the deal. So what happened is the parents of Aubrey said, look, please judge, don't accept this plea. This is not enough. My son was chased. He's, you know, he was just out. He was chased. He was murdered. He was shot at close range. It was a hate crime. We need justice. Do not give, which they did give him justice, but don't plea down these, these charges. Do not plea down this time. And the judge agreed with the, the parents. And so let's get back to the article. The McMichaels have already faced trial at the state level when they were convicted of murder last November in the court of Brunswick alongside their neighbor, William Roddy Bryan, and sentenced to life in prison. The state judge ruled that only Bryan would ever be able to seek parole. So now the state has already handled the matter. They're part of it. This is now over to the federal, okay? So let's get back to it. So the state prosecutor said the men assumed the worst about a black man running through their neighborhood, unfairly thinking he had been fleeing some sort of crime when they chased him down in their pickup trucks before cornering and shooting him in February 2020. So they really pretty much chased him down, uh, cornered him and shot him like a dog. Um, there's a 
I don't know how many people are familiar with this. I'm from the South, so, you know, and then there are people from all around the countries are familiar with hunting also. But when you hunt an animal, um, especially like if you use dogs, what happens is you, they, the dogs are trained to um, chase the prey and corner the prey until the hunter get an opportunity to get there and to um, eliminate the prey. This is what they pretty much did to Aubrey. They, you know, instead of dogs, they were in their trucks, but pretty much they ran this man down, chased him down, cornered him, and shot him dead, just like an animal. Just like an animal. Just okay. Let me get back to the article. The mother's appeal to the judge in rejecting the federal agreement would acknowledge. Emotional testimony on Monday by Aubrey's mother, Wanda Cooper Jones, and other relatives who begged the judge not to accept the deal. They said they were armed, alarmed that prosecutors had agreed to recommend McMichael be transferred to a federal prison for 30 years before returning him to the custody of the Georgia prison system for the rest of his life. Federal prison is generally perceived as less brutal environment than typical state prisons. So I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to stop right here because that that is definitely the thing. You know, uh, they want to skip the, the the state prison in Georgia because you know they've been convicted of a hate crime, hoping they can you know get into the country club prison of the federal system. But no, 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 no. Uh, they need to go to state prison, and, and from my understanding, uh, Georgia prisons are no joke, and I'm sure there's a couple of people, um, you know, just be careful there. I'm, all I'm saying is be careful there because, you you know, you got a high-profile case, you better ask them, pray that you all get solitary confinement because out in general population, it might not go well for you. Okay, so you, you know, ask for solitary confinement when you go to the state prison. But no, they don't need to uh, pass go and I mean, and, and, and go straight the boardwalk. No, uh, -uh. they need to go to that state prison, Georgia State Prison. And, and then after they serve their term, which is life <laughs> and then, you know, on to federal prison. But no, 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 no. OK, let me get back to the article. Granting these men their preferred conditions of confinement will defeat me. And I, I, I agree. I agree with, with um, the mother. Okay. So why should they get a preferred treatment to where they're going to spend uh, th their term, their prison sentence? They didn't think about Aubrey when he was running for his life, trying to run away from them. No, they cornered him like a dog and shot him. So why should they get an opportunity to, to decide Okay, I don't want to go to state prison because it's hard. I want to go to federal prison, hoping it'll be easier on me. No, uh-uh. No, no, no. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Let me get back to the article. The mother continued. It gives them one last chance to spit in my face after murdering my son. I, I mean, I feel her. I feel her. She deserves them going to state prison. She deserves them... Uh, fulfilling the maximum sentence that they were given. You know, her son is gone. He is dead. She will never be able to be with him again on this particular earth. You understand? 
you know, in heavenly realms, that's one thing. But here on earth, her son is gone. They are still breathing. So if it's a little tough on you in Georgia State Prison, too bad, too sad, I'm not mad, okay? But let me get back to the article. Cooper Jones told the court, the state of Georgia already gave these men exactly what they deserve. Please leave it that way. Yes, mother. She's fighting for her son. Yes, honey. Yes, honey. Assistant U.S. Attorney Tara Lyons said the government had repeatedly consulted with Aubrey's family and that they had previously not opposed an agreement as the best way to ensure that McMichaels would admit <clears throat> race played a role in their crimes and give up their rights to appeal a federal conviction. Girl, bye. I don't believe that, but okay, if you say it, that's what you say. She comes, she continues. I understand the anger, the pain, and the struggle that the family is feeling with this resolution, she said, and asking the judge to accept the deal. Girl, no, you don't. You don't understand the anger. You don't understand the pain. You don't understand the struggle that the family is going through. Not unless you have lost your son, that your son was brutally murdered in this manner, um, and unless that has happened to you, you do not understand the anger, you do not understand the pain, and you do not understand the struggle. So please miss me with that. And I'm sure our, the Aubrey family feels the same way. So let me continue with the article. In a statement after hearing, after the hearing, the U.S. Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark said the Justice, Justice Department respected the court's decision and that the agreements had been entered only after the victim's attorney informed me that the family was not opposed to it. Well, somewhere there was a breakdown in communication. I'm here to tell you straight out the gate. Somewhere there was a breakdown in communication. So if their attorney told you that and he didn't consult the family or uh, he didn't tell you that and you said he said that and you came up with this, I don't know. Either way, I'm happy that the judge intervened. So let's back to the article. Judges rarely reject plea agreements. Reject Rejections can occur if the judge believes the agreement do not adequately address the nature of the crimes, the rights of the victims, or the interests of the public. Wood said that under the plea agreement before her, she would be bound to accept the 30-year federal sentence and that she needed more information before she could decide if that was just. If I accept it, it locks me into that sentence. Now, this is what I'm talking about. This is a good judge. The judge is saying, hold, hold up. I, you know, if, if I accept this plea, there's no way for us to come back and say, uh, really, there's a mistake made. We need to increase the time. Now, they have appeal rights, but, they, but the courts cannot change that if she accepts that as a plea deal. So she's taking her time. She's like, no, we're going to hold up on this. And I appreciate her. So the article continues. Federal judges on occasions reject a plea agreement when they disagree with the prosecutor's proposed sentence in order to avoid any surprises at the later sentencing hearing. 
according to Paul Applebaum, a criminal defense attorney in St. Paul, Minnesota. It's just the right thing to do if she has a problem with it, Applebaum said, adding that the two sides could continue negotiating after for a different deal ahead of the trial. Now, today is Tuesday. They got to Friday to come up with a deal called Monday. If no, no deal is struck, they headed to the courtroom. All right. Aubrey's killing sparked national outrage when cell phone videos taken by Brian of the shooting emerged months later and the public learned the local authorities had declined to arrest his pursuers. This, you know. Oh, Lord. I'm glad for people speaking up and demanding justice for this young man. I mean, how can you, you had to be racist to see the video of a man being chased down by vehicles, cornered and shot like an animal, and you don't prosecute them. You don't arrest them. You don't prosecute them. <sighs> okay, let's go on. Earlier in the hearing, Travis McMichael admitted that he shared racist sentiments in text messages and social media posts for many years. Nobody's surprised. We're not surprised. We know this. Defendant Travis McMichael did not belong to any hate groups and did not set out on February 23rd, 2020 to carry out an act of violence against an African-American person, said the proposed plea agreement, which was read out loud in court. But he had made assumptions about Amon Aubrey that he would not have made if Amon Aubrey had been white. Okay, so let's break this down again. Everybody, you know, I'm from the South. And we understand racism. I know everybody understands racism, but it, it's, it can be prevalent here more so in, than in some areas. Now, for this man to say, <clears throat> I didn't belong to a particular hate group. Okay. I didn't set out on February 23rd, 2020 to carry out a, a, a act of violence against an African-American person. I'm, okay, I'm sure you didn't. I'm sure you didn't wake up that morning and say, um, I I'm, wake up, today's the day we're going to carry out a, a violent act against an African-American. Yeah, no, I believe you on that particular part. But where there's the lines gets blurry and it makes it very clear that um, it's blurry, but it's clear, okay? Because as we read here, but he made assumptions about Aubrey that he wouldn't have been wouldn't have made if he had been white. Well, okay, that right there counsels. That's just like putting a butt there. That counsels everything else. No, you didn't. What you probably didn't wake up that morning and say you're gonna carry out a violent act against the African American man, the black man. No, you probably didn't. But when you had the opportunity, when you saw a man running in the neighborhood instead of minding your own business, calling nine one one, which I know you did, and you know. Just let the police handle it. No, you decided that y'all going y'all y'all good old boys going gang up in the trucks and do what you do. So yeah, you're racist. Okay, so let's go on. McMichael admitted that in his messages he had associated black skin with criminality. 
<laughs> See, that's ignorance. That's just plain ignorance. So he's saying everybody black is a criminal. Ignorant. I'm okay. And that he had supported vigilante efforts to harm or kill black people, particularly those he saw as a criminal. Now, how do you figure if you support vigilante, if you associate black skin with criminality, how do you feel in the popcorn world of America that you are not a racist? You know, you are not a racist. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. Good morning, uh, Vicky. I know you understand, honey, because it is totally crazy. This man is definitely a racist and he sees every black person in the world as a criminal and he supports vigilante against black people especially those that he sees criminal all right so let's send him to the georgia prison and he need to go out in the yard don't even put him in well, no i'm not gonna say that lord please forgive me forgive me lord forgive me lord let justice be done forgive me lord don't let me say stuff like that let justice be done that's all i'm you know anyway let's go on to article Prosecutors also called an FBI agent to the stand who testified that a search of McMichael's cell phone shows he frequently referred to black people as monkeys, savages, and other racial slurs. Now, he, go, he needs to go to um, prison in Georgia. He doesn't need to go to um, federal prison, no. He needs, he needs to be in Georgia. Yeah. No notice was made of the plea agreement with Brian, who is also due to stand trial on February 7th. Brian's lawyer did not respond to requests for comments. I am sure he didn't. So everyone, like I said, baby, 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 he needs to go straight to South Carolina prison. And I am so thankful that the judge had the fortitude, the foreknowledge, and the wisdom to say, hold up. I know this is rare, and this is not something that we normally do. But baby, today, I'm going to say, no deal. No deal. No deal. So everybody, I thank you so much for coming to save news. We are going to be having some more breaking news articles this week. There's a lot of news going on, but I'm telling you, y'all, I am happy for this judge. I feel my, my heart and my compassion goes out to the Aubrey family, but I am so thankful that the judge had the foresight to put breaks on this. So anyway, everybody, you have a very blessed day. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to Save News TV. And we'll see you later today, probably, because there's quite a bit of news breaking. All right. Bye-bye.